0: Thank you for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. For more information about us, visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joys of a relationship with the Creator. So come on, let's hear it for the ladies and welcome Melissa. And she brought snacks, too, just in case she gets hungry.
1: What's poppin', people? That was kind of cool, right? I can't take credit. My husband gave me the title. But (laughs) But it's perfect. All right. Before we start, I wanna read you something. Psalm 66 says, Let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing His praises. Our lives are in His hands and He keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. So this morning we're gonna talk about Breakthrough and Abundance. Now you may wonder why my son is here glued to my side. He asked me this morning if he could pray for me. So I said yes. There is no children's church, why? Because I was supposed to do children's church this week. So, but I pray my children that you'll be listening because I may need you during the sermon, okay? So listen. And Caleb, can you come and pray? Lord
0: Father God, how my mommy do good, and I, we bless her, and we just bless that she'll do a good job, for God, and bless that we'll have a good time, in your holy Jesus' name,
1: amen. 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 Go, have a my Go have a seat. Go have a seat. Okay, well, when Pastor George called me, excuse me, when he called me, he said, oh, you know, would you be able to... To uh, speak. And I'm like, all right, can you know how many know? It's like so hard to say no to Pastor George, right? Especially me, who's known him forever. I can't say no. But anyway, so I said, sure. But usually he gives me a lot of time. This time it was two weeks. And I called Lisa and it was the end of week one. I said, Lisa, I got nothing. The only thing that I have, the only thing that I have is a bag of microwave popcorn. Now, you know, I've spoken two times before, and the first time I thought, wow, it was pretty cool. You know, God gave me the, this vision of this awesome athlete, and he was toned and moving. The next time it was like about faith and trust, and he was climbing, and I saw this person like on, on, with ice picks and ice climbing. And this time, like instantly, when he asked me to speak, microwave popcorn. And I was like, microwave popcorn? Like what is that? And I, and I always say, God, for whatever reason, I get pictures. I get pictures. I don't get prophetic words. I don't get, you know, I just get these pictures sometimes, right? Microwave popcorn. So... I began to look up microwave popcorn, and I thought, you know, Melissa, maybe this is all you. I've been on a diet, so I've been eating a lot of microwave popcorn, the light version. So anyway, so I thought maybe it's just all flesh. But as I began to look at what microwave popcorn is and how it's made, God gave me an awesome, awesome picture today. So today I want to share what's popping with all of you, okay? Now let me tell you how microwave popcorn pops. It's not going yet, but... Microwave popcorn, I learned way too much about popcorn, but that the way that the microwave popcorn works is that the kernels are in the bag. We know this, right? And as the heat of the microwave starts to heat up those kernels, there's moisture and starch inside those kernels. And what happens is as the moisture in the kernel gets affected by the heat, the moisture begins to expand, expand, expand until the outer, the hard outer layer is just ruptured and it explodes. And that's how we get popcorn. And so I said, Oh, okay, that's good. Now, how does it tie into what we're gonna do today, Lord? And I said, You know, I look at popcorn. And it begins popping. When it begins popping, something begins to happen. And then you get these tiny little kernels, this tiny little bag, and all of a sudden, there's this huge big bag of popcorn. And immediately, I knew that God wanted to speak to us today about abundance and about breakthrough. How many of you here today have been praying for stuff that you haven't heard an answer to? Anybody, anybody been praying for things? How many have been sick and you don't know the cause of the disease? How many of you have been struggling with an issue that maybe nobody knows about? Amen. So there's many of us here. Well, I believe today that God wants to bring us not only to break through it, but to a place of abundance. I like that word abundance. It's awesome. Okay. And why? Because I believe that God desires good things for us, right? We always we sing these songs. The deliverer is the great I am. Well, I believe those songs. I believe that he wants to heal me and deliver me and free me and rescue me and help me and comfort me. I believe all those things. So this morning, I believe that, that we, God wants us to hear that. So as I began to look at the condition of the microwave, see, it does expand. As I began to look at the condition of the, micro, of the, of the popcorn, I said, okay, well, it's pretty simple, you know? Let's look at this argument. Our microwave today is God. And I'm not trying to simplify God in any way, but we'll look at this as God. And when God comes into our lives and we realize that there's a God in our lives, he sends, and we believe in the son Jesus, right? In his son Jesus who died for our sins, something begins to happen. He sends the Holy Spirit and that Holy Spirit begins to move in us. Well, this morning, that heat represents God and what he has for us. Whether it's his mercy, his healing, whatever it is that we need today, that's the heat of God that's coming through. And I said, I learned that it doesn't matter about the heat so much. Because you see, popcorn will pop only if three conditions are met. So the heat can't work if the condition of the kernel is not right. Oh, she got it. She got it. (laughs) All right. So if the condition of the kernel is not right, that popcorn, no matter how much heat you put on it, no matter what you do to it, what flavoring, it can't pop. It can't reach what it was designed and destined to be. And let me share what those three things are. The first thing, and I tried it at home last night at 1030. Yes, I was kniving little kernels of popcorn. If a popcorn kernel is punctured, if it has a hole in it, it can't pop there's no way it can pop why because we know there's moisture in the kernel but if it's popped the moisture dries out leaks out it, it, it can't do it well this morning I tell you that there are some of you here that have holes in your kernel and when I talk about kernel I mean your heart in your spirit some of you have holes in there because some of you have been wounded You've been hurt, you've gone through life circumstances, and no matter how many times you keep trying to get up and keep trying to pop, you can't because that hole's just a little too big, okay? There's some of you that, that, that are still looking like everybody else, right? These popcorn kernels, they all look alike. But I know if I were to pop them, they wouldn't all look the same, they wouldn't all pop. There would be some defective ones in there, right? It would just be the kernels. Well, some of you, some of you are hurting so badly. And you're struggling things with depression and anxiety and insecurities. And you may be saved, but you're afraid to tell somebody, I'm struggling with this. You know, there's stuff in my life. And there's things that get into our spirits, into our kernels that cause us not to pop. And we know what those things are. If we're jealous, if we're envious, if we're bitter, if we're unforgiving, if we're angry, if we're sick and tired, if we just don't care, those things get into our spirit. And that hard shell of the kernel seems like it just gets 10 inches thicker, right? And those things cause us to not feel that heat. And we can come to church every, every day, but if we have wounds in our hearts that's not allowing the Holy Spirit to heal them, to mend them, to fill them, we're not gonna pop. There's no way, okay? Sometimes we have these attitudes. Have you ever come to church, and and no, please, when I'm saying things, I'm speaking about myself too. When maybe that wonderful husband or wife that you have hasn't been so wonderful and you get to church, but you want to rip the vocal cords out of their throat. Right? Anybody like that? Or maybe children that you love dearly, but by the the second, Mary, she touched me, she pinched me, she pulled my hair. You're like, I don't care. And you walk into church and you just sit. And it's like, okay, Sal, go ahead, move me. Right? We're not gonna be moved. We've already lost it as soon as we walked in. And yeah, that's sometimes as, the, as we open ourselves up and as we sit, God God begins to move. But sometimes those, those things in our life just consume us and they cause these holes. The second thing that keeps a kernel from popping is if it's too dry. If you leave a kernel out in the sun and it gets dried up, why? That moisture that we're talking about can't expand. So if we're too dry, There's nothing that we can do. I'm laughing because Jordan's going like this, so I'm like, oh, praise God. All right, so there's nothing that we can do. And last week, Pastor Gary spoke about it. If you were here, Gary said, you have lost your first love to spend time in the presence of God. You know, people, we can't know what God is telling us if we're not praying. And I'm not talking about praying here. I'm talking about praying in our homes, in our families, in our cars, wherever we walk. We can't know what God wants for us if we don't know the Bible, if the only time we open it up is when we come to church. How do we get to know? The only way we get to know someone is if we spend time with them. There's a bunch of people that I know well here in this church. Why? Because I've sat in their backyards. I've cried with them when something is hurting. I've prayed with them. I know the crazy things about them, Candace, which I've always promised I wouldn't share. There's intimacy when you spend time with somebody, right? So the only way that you can make sure that you're not dry is by spending time in the presence of God. And I don't know about you, but there's something that begins to happen to me as I read the God's Word, as I begin to worship with abandon here today. And I just want to thank the worship team because I could not pick three better songs for this sermon than those songs. They were just, they so beautifully emphasized, and I almost stopped Sal when he was speaking. I was like, hello, just hold it. I'm doing that. So, but it was beautiful, and that's how I knew it was God. But you see, I love when Sal just begins to, oh, like I love that. You know why? Because I understand that, because I sing. And there's something that happens because as I begin to worship, as I begin to worship that moisture inside, that Holy Spirit, oh, it begins to stir in me. And when it begins to stir, it's like from the depths of my soul, something begins to happen. And when I sing, oh, my deliverer is the great I am. It's like I remember what he bought me from. I remember what he delivered me from. I remember why I praise him. When I begin to sing words, it just, it does something to me. And I feel like that popcorn kernel. And I know all of you know, I have a, a big mouth. And and, and I, just, I just, sometimes I just like, oh, my deliverer. Is the
0: great I am My Deliverer Is the great I am
1: But you know what? I can sing that. And by the way, I do that just so that you know if this stinks. What I really do is sing. No, I'm just kidding. But, But that's not true. But you know what happens to me is that It's out of that overflow because I'm so grateful and because, and you know what? Sometimes when I'm crying, my deliverer is because there's ugly stuff that God begins to pour out of me as I begin to proclaim that he is able, that he can do it, that he can fill me. There's something that happens and I just begin to pop and I begin to move and it's awesome because what happens when that expansion, I change I'm not angry anymore. I'm not bitter anymore. I have submitted to the power of the Spirit in my life, that, 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 that expansion, and something happens. I pop through, or I break through my circumstance. So this morning, I charge you, if you are too dry, if you're not with God, if you're not, see, sometimes I, when I sing that loud, it's almost like I want the very shock waves to like hit. You know, and, and, and it's like, God, as I, as I sing, can, can, can they feel what I feel? Like, I wish I could kind of put you inside of me so that you would feel it. But how many of you have felt that? How many of you have felt and know that you know that you know God is real because you felt him as you've worshipped him, right? <laughs> A transformation happens. A few weeks ago, Pastor George talked about shining. Well, you know what? That's what causes you to shine. It's nothing about yourself. And I've heard everything from the skirts to the buns to the veils. It's not about that. It's about the transforming power that begins and shows. You can see it, right? You can see it and it doesn't matter if it's covered with 90,000 tattoos. You still see the spirit of the heart inside because it's that expansion that causes it to be. Want you to be more and more like Jesus, okay? Luke 6, verses 44 to 46 says, each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. The good man brings good things out of good stored up in his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, the mouth speaks. You're going to know that I'm spending time in the presence of God. That that, that, my, that my moisture, my kernel is, is being kept moist, so to say. That my heart is in the right place. Because the things that I say are going to sound different. The things that I do are going to be different. The way that my attitude represents itself is going to look different. That's how I shine. Because those very things that I hate about myself begin to be transformed as I allow myself to be ministered to. Okay? It's going to dictate my character. Okay? But I can't shine. I can't shine, right? If I'm messing around where I shouldn't be messing around. I can't shine. Well, you know where I have a hard time shining? I'm going to be honest. In my car in my car when there's no one in there and someone cuts me off or I cut them off or I get impatient cause they're not moving at 80 and I'm doing 75. So God has to work in me in the car. So pray for me in the car. Cause all sorts of things happen in the car. But you know, I don't know if I'm the only one, but that's where my, my battle is in the car. So, you know, I can't, if, if I'm not doing it, nothing's gonna happen. The other thing that I know I can't, sh- that the kernel won't break We already know, right? If it's punctured, if it's dry, and if the heat does not get above 300 degrees Fahrenheit, you could have the perfect kernel. But if that heat doesn't heat to 300 or more, there's not going to be any popping. And let me tell you, that's pretty hot. Because I tried, I was determined to pop all this popcorn, right? And bring it in and show you. So I decided I'd go the cheap route. So I bought this big bag of kernels, And I, last night at 10.30, yeah, I put it down and I'm stirring the pot and stirring the pot. I cannot tell you, I burned my hands, it was hot, it was messy, the pot started to overflow, which I said, oh, this is kinda cool, right? But I said, wow, there really is a lot, you have to stir it, you gotta move it, you gotta put the oil in, you gotta, you know, and it was a mess. Please don't go to my house today, there's popcorn everywhere. But anyway, if the heat doesn't reach up to 30 degrees, it's not gonna pop. Now some of us, we come to church, some of us, our kernel is okay. But we don't give time for God to speak to us. We don't, we don't allow the heat and the fire of the Lord to bring conviction. Or we don't allow that heat to, bring, to allow us to, bur- to burst through. And what do I mean by that, the heat? Well, you know what? I know there's many of us that are bound by different types of addiction, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drug addiction, whether it's a food addiction, whether it's porn, whatever it is, I know that as humans, we cannot be... You know, there, there are many of us that struggle with addictions, and many of us still come to church, and many of us struggle with it. But what happens is, as we begin to hear God speak to us, not anybody else, I'm talking about being here in the presence of God. You know, no, 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 God, no, 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 I'm not going to go forward and commit to that, because I'm going to I'm gonna have to give up. I might have to tell somebody, I'm struggling with alcohol. So that then they can hold me accountable. And I'm gonna to have to give up this thing that I've been holding on to and I've been depending on and I've been leaning on. It's too much. Or I may have to give up some of the things that I do. Or God may be calling me to to do a new ministry. Oh, but what if they mock me? Oh, my husband's not going to support that. And all this. And we put but God just keeps stirring it. And stirring it. And stirring it. And he's saying, don't you feel the heat? This is not your sister telling you. This is not your pastor telling you. I'm speaking to your heart. You need to let it go. You need to lie it down. You need to birth that ministry. You need to move in what I'm calling you to move. You need to drop it see that's what the heat of the Lord does it reveals it causes us to come out and this morning if you have been struggling with an area if you've been having a hard time there is a God and he's not putting that heat on you because he wants to hurt you he's putting that heat on you because he wants to change you and love you and give you hope Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says for I know the plans that I have for you plans to prosper you to give you a bright hope and a future so if he removes an addiction from you if he removes a shackle from you if he puts a burden in your heart to touch somebody it's not because he's gonna allow you to get burned have you ever seen popcorn left in too long it's ugly it's smelly it's disgusting and that's what happens when we sit and we don't allow the heat of the Holy Spirit to to do something in our lives Things get gross. They get stagnant. I don't know why, but I, you know what comes to my mind? It's different, but have you ever seen a kernel that's half popped? That you could just see the little bit of white, but the shell is still on it? To me, that's just as bad. That's just like you don't know which way you're going to be. Are you going to be hard? Are you going to be popped? And for some of you, you may have to make that decision today God, I'm going to be popped. Once and for all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it again. And you know what? You may have to do that once and for all a lot of times before you get that full bag of popcorn. But I never despise the day of small things. Somebody taught me that. Never despise small things. You see, and choir, you could start getting ready. I've asked them to help me with a song today. We have a little choir. Today we're even smaller because members, members are away, right? They're not here, they're away. But I believe that someday in this church, we will have about 100 people singing out. Why? Because they're exploding. They may not be able to to sing a solo on the worship team, and maybe they can. They might not be able to do certain things. But I know the reason they sing. They sing because God has given them joy. They sing because something has happened inside of their kernel, and they just can't stay quiet. If that temperature doesn't heat up, it's not gonna work. Sometimes we bail out before it gets hot enough, we stop coming to church. We get convicted one Sunday and we stay home for about a month because we're afraid. Sometimes it's scary, right? What God asks us to do or let go of, we're out of our comfort zones. I don't know, as Sal said this morning, what the cost will be for you to allow yourself to be popped this morning. I don't know if it'll cost you friends, your spouse, a relationship, I I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna cost you. But I know that little becomes much in my God's hands. I know that he will prosper you and not hurt you. So this morning, and it's not just about your walk with the Lord, how about finances, right? How about finances? Maybe God is calling you to give something or to do something. But this morning, if you are hurting, if you're, if you're feeling the struggle, if you're one of those punctured, dried up, or, or ones that, that come out of the heat, don't like to, to be to the heat, I'm gonna, we want to tell you this morning a simple way to just rely on God. Go ahead, Gabe. I will warn you, it's in Spanish, so I'm going to try to translate it, but here we go. Thank
0: Out with us. levanto mis manos Oh <laughs>
1: there's a stirring in your spirit. Maybe you just need to lift up your hands and say, God, here I am. Here are my hands, O oh Lord. What would you have me do? A lot of us, and I want to share in my abundance today, Because I don't want to leave it with just the struggle. I don't want to leave it with just the holes and the dried up. And I pray that even as we've been singing and speaking here today, you're feeling a rumbling in your spirit. Because God doesn't want to give me this. God doesn't want to give me my little bag of microwave popcorn. I believe that God wants to give us this. Until it is overflowing, I'm sorry, Pastor George, and all over the place. Can we begin to pass that out? But a lot of times we want this, but we don't want the process. I was gonna have Ryan look up the microwave, you know, because he's good at the computer, but I didn't look up the microwave. I don't know what makes it work, but I'm sure that if I looked up the microwave, it would tell me that there's condensers and there's a source and an outlet and all this stuff, that there's a process that goes into that. But we just see, bing, okay. And that's the problem sometimes. Go ahead, Crystal, start passing it out. This morning, I pray that you will never look at a kernel of popcorn the same way again, or a bag, that anytime time you put it in the oven, you eat it at a party, you're going to say, God, how am I doing? Okay? So I'm going to pass this out for you today. I know the children are here with us, so it'll keep them occupied a little bit. But we all want the abundance. But guess what? Some of us don't want to go through the process. Some of you say, Melissa, I don't have holes, I'm not dry, Whatever but you're still not popping in all God has of you. And you know how I know this? Because so many people stand online line to get lotto tickets. Right? We all want to be rich quick, but nobody wants to save. Nobody wants to invest. Nobody wants to sacrifice. I know I don't want to cook, so I spend money on food, because I don't want to cook, right? But if I cooked all the time, I'd save lots of money. Right? So that's how I know because Lotto keeps increasing and increasing and increasing. Another way, fast food. We want it fast, quick, fast. That's satisfaction, fast. We are an obese nation. And I think because we want, we don't want to, okay, let me ask you a question. What is the best way to lose weight? Somebody give me an answer. Exercise. We know this, right? Right? How many of us like to do it? All right. Praise God for those that do. May it rub off on me because I don't like to. Well, I don't like to do a lot of things. I don't like to cook. I don't like to exercise. Anyway, and what's the other best way they say? Eat healthy. Wow. But no, we know this, right? We know we got to eat healthy. Smaller portions, better food choices, more, more, um, uh, unrefined starches and things, and have you know complex carbohydrates, and oh, we know this. I could write books on it, but no. Still, we try cabbage diets, we try pills, we try soups, we try shakes, we try everything else because we're unwilling to go through the process of the work. It's work sometimes. Kids, who talked about kids this morning wanting to grow up, Sal? Kids want to grow up. We have 13 and 12 year olds who are having babies. Oh, kids can't wait to drive, right? Kids can't wait to drive. Some of them can't wait to drink. Some of them can't wait to have sex. But you know what? Nobody talks about the crashes. Nobody talks about the SDTs. Nobody talks about women who are struggling, who are having these babies who don't know how to raise them and children that are being lost. Even Hollywood dramatizes it. Oh, the men and they always have these muscles and they're tall and whatever. And the women are always so cute. I don't know about you, but I can't be cute all the time. Even a little bit of the time sometimes. You know, it's like, because there's a process that goes to that. There's a sacrifice that goes to that. Those stars, they don't show you when they're in the gym for hours and doing these crazy diets and how they can't even go get a, get a Slurpee without people attacking them. You don't see the sacrifice. You see the money, the quick things, but you don't see the things those people give up. We want godly kids. We want great homes. This month, I asked my husband, Mark, I asked him all month, would you swim through shark-infested waters for me to get a Tic Tac? And and every time I asked him when we were in bed, I don't know why, and he goes, no. Wow. So a few weeks passed, and I said, Mark, would you swim through for shark-infested waters for me if I wanted a tic-tac? He's like, I would die. (sighs) I was a little disappointed. So then yesterday, again, I said, Mark, this is when we were in the car, would you swim through shark-infested waters for me if I wanted some tic-tacs? And I guess something inside of him said, there must be a reason why she keeps asking me this. (laughs) So he was very sweet, and he said okay, Mo, let's look at this. If I swam through shark-infested water, I might get hurt, you know? I said, oh. I said, because I would really love a guy that would want to swim through shark-infested waters for me just if I wanted a Tic-Tac. And you know what he said to me? He said, oh, now you made me feel cheesy. But but guess who felt cheesier? Because this morning I woke up and I was thinking about my sermon, and, but the only thing that God told me, he goes, are you the kind of woman that would cause a man to swim through shark-infested waters? Wow, that's a pretty big ouch, right? You see, I want this great relationship, and I do have a good relationship, okay? But as perfect as I think I am, I am sure And I know that there's so many things about me that my husband would love if I would just do a little different, maybe a little bit more affectionate, maybe a little, whatever, a little less bossy, I don't know. But I'm sure I could come up with a list. So I was the cheesy one because we all want these great marriages, these great kids, we want these great jobs. I'm sick and tired of young people who say, oh yeah, I'm not going to accept a job less than uh, 50K. They haven't even finished high school. Nobody wants to work. Or, oh yeah, I'm gonna get married. How are you gonna get married? You don't even have a job. You live with me. You have nothing. But you know what? We all want this great stuff, right? I wanna be skin and beautiful skinny and, and and i want to be skinny so bad can we all pray for me today that i would lose this weight i want to be skinny so bad but you know what i don't want the process sometimes god brings us through a process because he wants to give us that abundance and overflowing and if we would just wait if we would just wait if we would be patient if we would keep trying you see some of you keep hitting the ceiling of your breakthrough you keep knocking it you're almost there you're almost there and you keep saying keep pressing on keep pressing on. You're almost through. Don't give up. Don't give up. Yes, you can beat that addiction. You don't have to struggle with alcoholism. You don't have to have sex before you're 13. You don't have to do these things. You know, I used to think growing up when I was young that my testimony stunk because when I was growing up and I was a teenager and everybody in the church had slept with somebody. And I didn't, and they would get up there and say, oh, but God, and they would cry, and they would all this stuff. But you know what? I've learned now, later, that was a pretty awesome testimony that I could grow up then, and my mom protected me, and she kept me safe, and I didn't understand at the time. Why doesn't she let me go to these boy-girl parties where they were, you know, playing all this stuff? Why doesn't she let me do this? I was like in a, in a bubble, you know? And if I sounded a little different, and talk a little different, and yeah, I'm corny, and all that, but that's because my parents protected me. So at the time, like Sal was saying, I wanted to get out. I knew it all. I thought in second grade I had it all figured out. I remember thinking in second grade, oh, I'm old, you know? But I didn't want to go through the process. This morning, I truly believe that God has a breakthrough in your area of finances. God has a breakthrough in your spirit walk. God wants to take those shackles and the chains off of you. He wants to give you a marriage where your mate would dive into shark-infested waters if you would submit yourself to the process. But I have to ask you, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want that breakthrough? How bad do you want your life to change? How bad do you want it? There were people in the Bible who showed how badly they wanted. The woman with the issue of blood, read it, in Mark, it's in Matthew, and it's in Luke. But I love the way it says it in Luke. It said this woman who had bled for 12 years, and she wanted healing. And what happened is that as Jesus gathered, there was a crowd following him because he was healing people. And she was a sinner, but she knew that if I get to God, that he's going to heal me. And what she did was, and I could see it, if all of you were there, almost like me crawling, trying to crawl into the chair. And she grabbed at him. She was desperate. And he felt that touch. He said, healing has flowed through me. She was desperate. There was no pride there. People thought she was ridiculous. The woman who, who wiped her, 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 Jesus' feet with her hair. There was no pride. She lacked, the, it wasn't about pride. There was sacrifice. She poured, poured the perfume. She gave it all she had. She was submissive. To that heat in her life the other reason why some of us can't break through that kernel and into a land of abundance is because we're not walking like it's happening I have a crazy father and I talk about him a lot when I preach because I feel like I'm a lot like him I have a crazy dad he's nuts he will say things like Melissa There's no reason you should be living in debt because my daddy, he owns all the banks in the world and if he wants to get you debt free, he will. And you see that house over there? You're praying for a house, okay, Melissa. Well, you know what? If daddy wants to give you that, no, 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 no. Don't you say that you're gonna take it at this amount because my God is a God of miracles. You lower that amount and if that house is yours, no one's gonna buy it because my daddy has that one saved for you. He walks like it already happened. And, and amazing things happen for my dad. He has money, but I think it's because he's given more than he's ever made. Ooh, that's a weird concept, right? I'm um, truly, he gives it out, but he makes a ton of it back. You know, and I believe it's because that heart, he believes and walks in it. And the next one is harder be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in all things. When we break through, things begin to happen. This morning, I want to encourage you. See, the miracle about the popcorn, it's not that the popcorn pops, even though that's pretty awesome. The miracle about the popcorn is that white stuff that forms. Have you ever wondered how that kernel can pop into the white stuff? Yeah, i have got to tell you. <laughs> I have to read it, because it's very deep. The gelatinized starch molecules explode into thin jelly-like bubbles which fuse together, solidify, and form three-dimensional networks. When we begin to pop, people begin to notice. And my prayer for this church, for every child that is sitting here, amen, Ryan, is that as we begin to pop, people will notice. I got to stop. Ryan just reminded me. A few weeks ago, we were baptizing Barbie dolls in Children's Church, right? And Ryan came to me, and I said, you know, God, you know, so much work, so much work. But I brought in the Barbie doll. I even started a fire in Children's Church that day to demonstrate the Holy Spirit. And I was feeling, not discouraged, but I was like, you know, do they really hear it? Does it really make a difference to them? And Ryan came up to me, and he said, Mo, I think I'm ready to get baptized. He understood it. He got it. He said, I want to be like Jesus. And when I get baptized, I know that it's because I'm becoming like Jesus. He got it. And it was such an awesome thing. You know why? You know why it was an awesome thing? Because when we begin to pop, I don't know the least bit thing about children's ministry, but you know what? I'm willing to, to read and go on the internet and get and get um, tools, and I'm willing to pray for each and one of those kids, and something happens in there. I begin to pop. God, as he heats on me, I begin to say things, and guess what happens? I get a little one like Ryan that says, I'm ready to be baptized. When we begin to pop, if you pop in your homes, you're not going to worry about your children. If you begin to pop at your workplace, don't worry about your parents vision or that person that stands against you I encourage you I encourage you God wants to rip off the roof I think of the prayer of Jabez enlarge the courts of your tents believe it walk in it allow the Holy Spirit to come and just heal up those holes in your heart I may be a big bag I may be popping but I come in a bag microwave popcorn comes in a bag And this morning, as we get ready to close and the worship team comes, I want you guys to know that here at Sanctuary Fellowship, we care about the condition of your kernel. We care about how your heart is doing, how your walk is doing. This morning, I want to encourage you. You may be in a good state, But you may know somebody that's struggling and that's hurting next to you. Many times as a young child, as a teenager, I would sit there and say, God, if you're real, have someone come over to me and pull me to the front because I really want to go, but I can't do it by myself. This morning, if you know there's someone in here that really needs to break through, that really is sick of their circumstance, because, you know, that's what it takes sometimes. How many of you are sick of your circumstance? You got to get to the point where you are so sick of being tired. You are so sick of hurting. You are so sick of trying again and again and again that you say, God, all right, all right, here I am. I'm going to walk forward. I'm going to let the heat of you pour on me and reveal it to me. Or how many of you need to take the person next to you and say, come on, I know you're struggling. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you because there's something going on in your spirit and you know you have to minister to that person. Guess what, people? It's a brand new day today. And this morning as we close, I pray that you would feel the popping in your spirit. This morning, if you have holes, those holes that come from sin, from hurt, from attitudes, from addictions, from circumstances, I wanna pray that God would come and plug them up, that his Holy Spirit would come and just soothe. If you've been believing for something and you need a breakthrough, You need a breakthrough in your home. You need a breakthrough in your kid's life. You need a breakthrough, a job. You need to break off something. Come. Just come. Just come. This morning, if you need abundance, if you need a miracle, I know that my God can supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Jesus as people come I just pray over this congregation Lord God Father that this would be a place where we would hear lots of popping going on Lord Father God because I can pop but the only way I'll be satisfied is if I have a bag big enough to satisfy me Lord God Father I pray Lord Jesus that we wouldn't leave one behind Lord God but I pray Lord Jesus that you would begin to show us the areas where we need you Show us the areas where we're hurting. Show us the areas, oh God, that we're tired of. I pray that right now you would give courage to those who would rise up and say, I don't care. I need a master's touch. I need a father to come and hold me. I need a savior to deliver me from my problem. I'm sick of not being who you have called me to be. want the prosperity God oh God how I want to prosper Lord father there may be some here today God that need help lifting up their hands so I call out today if you're depressed come if you're angry come if you have addictions come, I'm not going to ask you, I'm not going to ask you what they are, but I want to know you to know there's a group of people here who will pray it through with you, Jesus, I'm just going to ask, if there are those who feel the presence of the Lord working and moving in them, would you come and help me pray with those that are here?